Viewer discretion is advised. What kind of person says shh? What kind of person says no, 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 no? Don't you disgrace this family? You're the disgrace to this family. Mm. You are not the child. You are for making them be quiet about this. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing's off the table. Tonight's guest house all the way from Waihi in Aotearoa, New Zealand. The man has an amazing story, but also even an amazing testimony. And so a story of hope, resilience, and also uh, courage, so to speak, yeah, um, um, Sam. Uh, but the man also has something to share, a message to share that's um, quite taboo in our, in our nation, quite difficult to talk about. But he believes, as, as we do, that it's very important to talk about for the betterment of our men, but also for our nation and our people. Please put your hands together for this incredibly courageous man, Sam Troth. Kia ora whanau. Sam, thank you so much for coming on. But I know what, uh, when you kind of... Um, misses us that that your hikoi and, and so forth and I'll get you to kind of explain and talk about uh, a little bit more but the whole message and the whole um the whole story about as to why what you're doing um today please brother can you can you tell us because I, I believe it's a very very important message and a lot of us out there need to know this and a lot of us out there are probably oblivious some people are oblivious to, to this message or to what's happening so please brother if you can tell us your journey as to why are you you doing this and why are you doing this is important work um so yeah basically um uh, when i was a young fella um i was sexually abused um quite seriously um by a family friend um and that went on from the age of nine to um about 13 and a half <clears throat> as a result of that abuse um i i had a really misled youth so i was involved heavily in the youth justice system um, boys homes um and then as soon as i was old enough to go to adult prison I, I went to adult prison did six terms of imprisonment and um and basically wasted my whole my whole youth in, in, stuck in the system um it took a long time um it took till only a few years ago really before i started you know seeking help and, and sorting myself out um it's 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 one of those things, you know, um, sexual abuse. Like, we, we accept that our woman can be vulnerable and it can happen to our woman and our girls. But, you know, for us men, um, it's a lot harder for us to, to accept it. Um, there's a lot more taboo around it, shame, um, you know, embarrassment, etc. Um, a lot of people feel that, um, you know, there's a lot of loss of mana there because of it. Um, <clears throat> and so it, it makes it hard for us men to speak out about it. Um, but it happens so much in Aotearoa and um, to men and women. But, um, you know, I just felt that I was doing counselling and I, I just felt that I needed to do more than just sit around and talk. I almost felt I was being selfish, just sorting myself out. So, um, yeah, I, I decided to do something a bit more. Yeah. Bro, bro, kudos to, to, your, to your mate because I know it's very important. But uh, you look at some of the stats and you talk about sexual abuse and, you, and I can imagine some people listening to this or watching this, oh, can I shut shop? Like, oh, we can't be talking about that kind of stuff. Mm. And I can understand the, 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 the taboo and, and, and the shame and all that kind of stuff that's involved in that. I can only imagine. But bro, t- tell us because some of those those stats and you 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 would know the, the inside and, and, and as to why you, you're doing the hiko and, and the work that you're doing. Tell us because some of those stats are alarming, bro, because that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, we've got, we're, we're pretty much on par for the worst um, sexual abuse stats in, in the developed world. So one in six, or they're saying um, it's closer to one in five with, with new statistics or new reports and new 
things going on at the moment. But what we can definitely say on on Clad is that it's one in six men. Um, by the time they're eighteen, will um, will will uh, incur some sort of unwanted sexual violence against them. And when you look at our females, we we get down to one in three over their lifespan will will um, have some sort of unwanted sexual violence forced on them, which is just. Uh, um, you know, if you do the numbers, I, I worked it out on the 2021 census or the last census we had, sorry. Um, and that worked out to be 317,800 and something men. That that was your one in six. And that was men over 18. So, um, you know, those are your those are your one in six survivors, you know, 317,000 people, men it's already happened to. And that's not taken into consideration the young men now that aren't, that are 18 or younger, you know, they're not coming into that figure. So if we added that figure, if we had those numbers, it'd be, it'd be even more alarming. Oh, man. Yep. That's just, that's, that's so alarming, man. Yep. Um, I wonder then what makes our country, like, what makes the stats for our country so high? Yeah, look, I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I, ca- I can't answer that, but I, I can, I can, I can make an assumption or I can make some assumptions, um, educated assumptions, and and one of them would definitely be the fact that we 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 don't speak up about it, we don't talk about it as as men here in New Zealand. We're pretty staunch. We don't really like. We're only just starting to get a bit sort of. We're just starting to get our heads around speaking about feeling down and and checking in on our bros and and things like that. And we're just sort of starting to break down those stigmas around suicide and. And, and sort of those um, stereotypes where men men don't cry, big men don't cry, and all those sorts of things. We're just we're just getting our heads around that, you know. And then for us to try and wrap our heads around, um, you know, men being vulnerable enough to be raped and sexually abused is, is just so much, you know. Um, so I mean, <clears throat> our silence our silence empowers these offenders or these 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 predators, um, you know, because their, their crimes are going unreported. So you know their um, their offending gets worse, more escalated. Um, they take more risks. Um, they offend more often, and um, you know, and they they sort of you know, and and our silence protects that, which is the scariest thing. Yeah. You know, no one speaks up, so their crime goes unreported, and and away they go merrily on their way to the next victim. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it is when you when you think about it, you put it in that way, you're thinking one one in six. And that's that's just an um, just an amazing number in terms of how high it is in terms of the stats, and also for yourself, like I, as as a, as a youngster, you said from from the ages of nine, is it nine? Yep, um, nine Sam? to thirteen, just nine over to 13. thirteen. And so you can imagine, because we all, because even now, so men are talking about being vulnerable. We want to be vulnerable and all this kind of stuff. And there's a lot of things we can talk about that that can uh, make us vulnerable. But I can imagine when you talk about sexual abuse and being raped mm. as a man, like more. They yep. can be, they can they can just kind of instant barrier kind of blockage right there like oh I want to be vulnerable oh yeah and yep. so that's that's a hard one because when you talk about that that's like people don't like you said I think early on um Sam there's two there's two reactions people can say oh it's sweet man let's let's talk about all oh, oh nasty later yeah I'm out of yep. here yeah yeah they oh, I've had a lot of different reactions you know so I've been on this hikoi since the 24th of October I started at the bottom of the South Island and Bluff and I've made it so far to here to Auckland <clears throat> um so off had this conversation thousands of times so far with random people in cafes and and people at restaurants and things like that and 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 you know chatting with people at my accommodation places and things like that um and there is there is definitely two clear reactions and that's one an embraceful and loving reaction and 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 obviously 
um, that's a very woke and very open-minded person or perhaps someone that's experienced it in their whānau. And, and there's been plenty of people that have been survivors themselves and, and disclosed to me straight after I've disclosed to them. Um, and the other re- reaction is, is sort of a wow and a step back, you know, a sort of a, oh, okay, um, sweet, well, here's your room key, see you later, or, oh, okay, here's your, here's your coffee, see you later, mm. you know, um, yeah, because it is just, it is a hard one. It's, it's a real hard one for people to get their head around, you know. Mm. Especially when you're standing in front of them going, hey, this is me, <laughs> this is what happened. Um, they're sort of, yeah, they don't, they don't know how to deal with it, you know. Jeez, man. Yeah. It's cool that you're able to speak about it so openly and so truly from your own experience. Um, you mentioned, um, you know, there being a point, um, being able to find help. Can you talk us through a little bit about that process? Because obviously you must have internalised it a lot yourself. Yep. Um, but what was it like getting to that point where you're like, okay, I need, like now this is the time where I need to speak to someone else. Like what yep. was that like? Because I I've, I've assume yeah. a lot of people struggle. They get to that point, but they're... No, but no, no, that's, to, that's the point. They, they get the, stuck. Yeah, you yeah. get stuck there for ages. I was stuck there for years. Um, you know, you search externally first, you know, so your classic drugs, your alcohol, your all the other things to try and um, ease the pain or, or to, you know, to, to block out the thoughts or whatever. Um, I guess my wife was the one that made me reach out. I didn't really have a choice. Um, I got to a real dark place in 2019. Um, and and I sat her down and I told her where I was at and what I was intending to do. And um, and she wanted me, she she told me that I needed to give it, to, to, to reach out for help and give that a try first because um, I was ready to tap out, if I'm honest, you know. I'd just had enough. Um, so I'd taken stress leave from work and, and I went and sorted myself out at, at a mate's, down on a mate's farm for a month or two um, and got my head right and then come back and, and started counselling. So she she actually initiated that. So that was all that was all mumsy. Um, I think, uh, yeah, without someone else making that call, it's, it's real hard to make it yourself, you know. Um, yeah, it's a hard call to make. Um, but once you do, once you reach out, like it gets easier every time. And then before you know it, you go from those first few sessions when shit, you start actually talking about being abused and you can't, you, know, you can't do anything but cry. Um, and then before you know it, you're, you're sitting in a, in a room full of strangers and you're telling them your story and you're not crying and you're getting up and you're holding other men and you're hugging other men and stuff like that, you know, and, and, and you're, you're making progress, you know, it doesn't take long at all. Jeez. And uh, like you said earlier on, um, Sam, a lot, of, a lot of these people have talked to you, and and, and because the, the power in just kind of being honest and being authentic and sharing your what's what's happened to you, that it, 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 it's empowered other men to think, oh man, if you've gone, if Sam's gone through this, then maybe I can, I can have this conversation with with, with, with the brother. And so you're talking about you're talking about uh, uh, across the board, eh? Not, yep. not just huge, yeah, 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 yeah huge, like. Um, it's it's a bit like addiction. Well, most mental illnesses know no boundaries, eh? You know, there's no demographic that suffers more than the other. You know, it, it, it doesn't discriminate. It, it comes right through from you know from your your upper class or your higher end of society right down through to your to your lower socioeconomical groups. Like, it doesn't discriminate. Um, so yeah, like uh, yeah, the, the the men that the different type of people and the different walks of life that these men come from that are reaching out. You know, right from from gangsters to 
gangsters to businessmen <laughs> literally yeah, literally yeah, yeah. yeah gang members to businessmen that's literally your your spectrum you know oh man because you, you said you mentioned some some guys you were at, I think you had a hui somewhere and some of these guys like oh man you shared a little bit about your or someone shared your hikoi and the work you've been doing is oh man yep. they, they felt empowered and felt yes, safe to talk to you absolutely know? absolutely yeah that was awesome you know um and, and and I mean I went on um before I started my hikoi I went on a stag do um with some with some with with a good bro and and a whole lot of men I'd never met and um and on the Saturday we were um. Well, they were all drinking and getting ready for a good old-fashioned night. And uh, and I said, oh, I'm just going to go for a bit of a stroll. And all we have to, I said, I'll walk to town and back. And they go, fucking town's like seven k's away. I said, yeah, sweet as I'll be back in a few hours. And they're like, what the? So I got back and they were like, um, my bro had already sort of filled in a few of the brothers about what I was up to. And, so, and then I was, you know, held a space at the table with everyone. And I said, oh, this is what I'm up to, you know, rah, rah. No, cheer. And I was like, oh, everyone had me on Instagram and, they, you know, followed me up. And then... One of the bros was real into it, and anyway, we had a good time that night in town, and um, and then we went home, and the bro, uh, this other fellow, grabbed my phone number, and that, and he disclosed to me that night, you know, he said, "Fuck, that happened to me," um, you know, and and he said, "You've inspired me. I'm going to tell my family. I'm going to tell my 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 partner and my children, you know, I'm my my ex partner, you know, the mother of my children. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to, you know, he's like, I'm just going to tackle this head on." And um, he's the bro that actually gave me a ride here today. Um, he came up here and uh, hung out with me yesterday and today. Um, so you know, it's just like. Yeah, you know, and he's just a tradie. He's just a tradie from from the Waikato. You know, he's not he's not a bad fella, and he's not a bloody he's he's not a blue collar guy either. He's just a normal just a normal dude. You know, so it was cool. Um, it doesn't discriminate. Eh? It's mm. it's it's right across the board, bro. It affects everyone. Yeah, or you know, there's someone right now. Everybody that's listening to this knows someone, and if they don't, they do. But that person just hasn't felt the felt the yeah. courage to tell them. You know. Jeez. Yeah. Um. I was curious, I was just thinking of this concept between he- healing and forgiveness, um, and I wonder if one can you ever truly heal from some going through something as traumatic as that, or is it kind of an everyday battle? It comes and goes, yeah, um, type of deal. It's, it's a yeah, it's it's an ongoing thing, eh, bro? Like you can't undo it, eh? You can't, um, and you can only sort of um, tool yourself up with the with the right gear to. To, um, to 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 battle it when it comes up, like it's always going to be there. You can't change it. it. It happened. You know what I mean. But you got to get it to a place where where you're good with it. You know where you're good with it, and um and 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 um and turn it into something else. You know whether that's um you know might give you um might give you a bit of grunt in the gym. So you might be going to the gym and smashing the weights. You know and 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 using that as a motivation. You know and that you know channeling that that negative energy into a positive outcome. Oh, you might use it, you might do some fighting training, you might get in the ring and you might smash the fellas over and use that as your motivation. <laughs> or for me, um, uh, I'm, I, I, I want to help heal. I want to I wanna raise awareness. I want to empower other men. I want to talk about this until people are sick of hearing me talk about it, basically. Yeah, bro. Yep. I think that's so cool, um, Sam. Because from from the get go, brother, when I say, "Hey, what's up, curls? Hey, curls," yep. and, and, you, and I can tell we can we can obviously glean the, your 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 passion around in this court at all, yeah. And, and also the hikoi, because if if anything, the hikoi is really about you. I think you mentioned somewhere in an article that it's um this this is your healing process, the yes. hikoi, bringing yes. up to a walk yep. from from the South Island to all the way to to the Cape Island. Yep. To the Cape and say, man, it's healing. Describe for us what do you mean in terms of the healing for you? Oh, in terms of walking, like, 
Man, have you ever walked for hours on end by yourself? <laughs> I'm trying to feed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you get left in town, ain't that? <laughs> yeah, damn, no more taxis, eh, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. walked nah, a bit away. Yeah, 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 want to get to work, eh? Um, oh, it's it's oh, on so many different levels. You know, you're embracing all the elements for one, you know, whether it's um, the rain, the wind, the sun. Um, you know, your smells, the things you're looking at. You know, when you're in a car and you drove past a moong or something, you, you look at it for about three seconds and then you've got to break your neck to look at it. When you're walking, bro, you can see it in the distance for hours. You're walking beside it for hours, like the desert road, walking beside the moongas for hours. And then right at the end of the day, you just got to turn your head a little bit and it's still right there, you know what I mean? And you just, it's almost unexplainable. It's like a real spiritual feeling, you know, and you just, you've got time to just... Think about things and, and, and process things and, and have some arguments with yourself and you know, I've had some cries, I've had some I've had some yells, I've I've caught myself just like laughing and talking to myself kind of thing. Like I've I've just just a whole lot of time to process, bro. Whole lot of time to process, you know, and and just and appreciate things, you know, like yeah, um, just, you know, walking along the road and I might see a bit of a stream running through a paddock and oh, you know, I'll jump over that fence and go stroll down, sit next to that stream and just Gee, I wouldn't have even seen this if I was in the car, you know, and then I've got nowhere else to be right now, and I'll just lie down, look at the clouds, pull a bit of an energy bar out, smash that back, do a little post, and, and away I go again, you know. Um, stopping and taking photos, you know, seeing birds and tuis and fantails and just all that sort of shit. It's it's just, yeah, it's it's another level, eh, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's a real... Although I'm just walking up the road, it's it's a real sort of spiritual feeling, eh? Yeah, it's it's pretty buzzy. Yeah. Especially when you're around nature, I can speak, I can imagine you're 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 wide or yes. spiritual. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. just kinda like You're just you're fully grounded, bro. You're just in tune. You're just and, and you're loving every moment, you know, you're talking to the birds when they fly past and shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you check out my Instagram, I talk to the cows quite a lot too. Yeah, I can imagine how amazing that must be to just disconnect from the world. You know, you're not, not having any time pressure. And I guess that's yeah. something that a lot of us, we just forget to do, to, to unplug and like mm -hmm. go outside mm -hmm. and like enjoy nature and mm -hmm. just look at nature and the signs and what yeah. it's trying to tell us because, yeah. you know, there's, there's learning and there's messages there. So I think it's really Absolutely cool that you've been able to do that. Um, have there been any sort of surprising revelations that have come to you on your journey that maybe new discoveries? Um surprising revelations yeah that it's not as hard oh, like oh, one thing oh, I was a bit of a crack up thing really so like when I started the page in the day I was like because I've never been on social media I was kind of if I'm honest it was one of those things um, I, I, it was to do with my abuse you know I was scared my offender would be out or my perpetrator would maybe see me on Facebook or see me on thing and be able to stalk me and, and see what I'm up to and see my family whatever it was stupid it was just a thing that I had in my head anyway so I started social media and like I was like real, real um, like fuck. Am I gonna have to like put my face on there and I'm gonna have to talk and like oh? And I was so nervous. And now it's like it's fucking sweet, man. Like it's like yeah. So so I guess one of my revelations was that it's it's not it's not as hard as I thought it was gonna be. You know, like there's not, you know, like um, each interview I do or each 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 time I tell my story or or each person I meet, you know, it just gets easier and easier and and more fluid. You know, and 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 I feel better every time and I feel, I don't know, like almost like, 
like boosted, you know, like, <laughs> like, mm. yeah, like, like sort of like energy up, level up, level up, level up. Every time I yarn to a different group of men or a different, different outfit or whatever, it's, I feel like I'm just leveling up, you know, it's mean. Yeah, yeah it's mean. Cool. And, I, and I thought, I didn't think I'd get blisters like my mate said. <laughs> there was another <laughs> thing. My bro was like, you're going to get mad blisters, cuz. And I was like, I'm not going to get blisters, bro. I'll get sore legs. I won't get blisters. <laughs> Man, I got big blisters, bro. I got blisters on my blisters. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the cause. Cool, yeah, this is part of the cause, cool, man. Yeah. Do the money get, get, yeah, yeah, get the blisters, man. Do get the blisters. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but kudos to you, um, brother, because it is. Because, it, uh, yeah, it's even like when I was thinking about it, like, man, it's, it's hard to talk about it. And I was like, man, it's just, but it shouldn't be. It, this shouldn't be the case here. It shouldn't Sam. be. It, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be you know, like if we're talking about. Okay, for example, um, at, at my um, kids' um, high school, so they do like a rainbow week um, where, the, where the children can come and express themselves any which way they feel. Um, and obviously, my kids just dress up normal, but but children they want to express themselves and and they feel that they identify with with one of the um, with one of the sides of the rainbow community because there's quite a few of them. They can go to school and they can do that, and that's that's awesome, you know. So if we can support them in that, you know, and and, and we can have these these open and frank conversations around suicide and stuff, I think we really need to dig deeper and start having these these real talks around trauma from childhood, you know, these these main things, you know, that um that ultimately shape us, you know, like um my mate was telling me the other day that um until you're seven years old, you know, you you're you're a complete product of your environment. So your child will the child will act or, or the child will become whatever they are around. You know, they're a blank canvas, you know, and if they're not having a if they're not in a positive environment or if they're not having if they're in a positive environment but there's negative elements to that positive environment then it's going to have everlasting effects so the sooner we 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 deal with that and we talk about these things the sooner we can help people heal you know there's no point in waiting for someone to be in their mid 40s with two failed marriages five kids to two different women and you know a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction and and failed employment and and all these other things um before we go shit bro what what actually went wrong 25 30 years ago cuz you know, we need to be um, sort of taking the fight further to, to the youth, you know, and speaking to our youth. And the more us as adults and as men speak, um, the more our youth will see us doing that and see it as the norm and think, oh, che, if, the, if the uncles are doing this, then we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've still got to, we've, still got to, um, we've got almost, I, I personally think we've got an obligation. We've got an obligation because we can't be sitting in the same position we are in another 30-odd years um, with, with our kids um, having these same problems and trying to make these same changes within their communities around mental health and around childhood trauma, you know, we've got a we've got a real opportunity right now to make a change, you know, mm-hmm. and and I believe that that's that's what we've got to do, you know. Yeah, man, I don't. Yeah, yeah that's powerful. Um, you, you mentioned earlier um, about your perpetrator, and I was curious about the like is forgiveness a factor? Like, is that something? That you kind of think about, or is it on the table, <laughs> off the table? Shit. Um, oh, man, we might have to delete the podcast. <laughs> we might have to delete the podcast. We'll keep it real on this, but nah, nah. Um, oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. For me, no. Forgiveness isn't on the um, isn't on the cards. Um, like, nah, nah, it's not. Um, but at the same time, like, um, it's in a place where I'm happy with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, 
I'm not going around every day going, oh, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I want to do this. I want to do that. That's negative energy. I don't need that energy in my life. doesn't mean that that's not what I think or feel at the end of the day, but I just don't think and feel that all day, every day, you know. I try not to focus on that negativity. Um, every dog has their day and he'll have his, I guess, but, you know, like, um, yeah, it's a tough one, you know. And I can only imagine it gets tougher when, when it's uh, my family member involved as well. That's when, um, like, I've heard some real horrible stories. Um it just causes those huge rifts through the whānau and yeah it's yeah, it's a tough one eh? you know uh, uh, religious people say you know the bible you you must forgive you know and um yeah i don't know maybe maybe for some people yeah, they can get to that i've never actually contemplated like it's christian bro because i've never actually sat down and said can i forgive can i forgive you know like uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah it's, it's it's a tough one eh? all good all good yeah, yeah, i appreciate yeah, that yeah yep yeah, yeah, no, man. We, you know, that's that's. Well, we appreciate your, your honesty, bro. Because yeah. you know, the last we wanted, oh yeah, of course I forgive the guy. Yeah, he's my friend now. But it is. Well, I guess everyone's experience will be yeah, different as yeah, well, yeah, though. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, there's sexual violence comes in so many different forms. You know, um, sexual abuse comes in so many different forms from so many different um, with so many different elements. Do you know what I mean? So, I guess in some ways, and some situations and with some elements and for some people forgiveness could be an uh, could be could be could be a um could be a element um yeah 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 but i, I love the fact that you said hey i'm not gonna let that be the kind of i don't need that negative energy nah, really, i don't need nah. i want to ponder on that and think nah. about that otherwise it's gonna bring you down nah then that's it bro like and that's that's where it gets to you just fester in that negativity yeah, yeah. bro and you get stuck there like what do you what do you yeah like well, how many, how many bre- uh, brothers or men are, are kind of like you're saying, who are in that kind of predicament and they're all that kind of thinking, all just negative, and because because it'll be interesting, um, Sam, are you able to kind of pinpoint or pitch or kind of like, oh man, I've made, I know that I know that kind of symptom in a kid or a man, like I've seen yeah, this, I've seen this before, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. So like, um, yeah, I I can pick up on things, bro, that aren't that I think are a bit abnormal, um, a little bit, um like warning bell for me you know with with other adults the way i may, may see adults interact with children um that's not to say that that there are any ill intentions there but it's just that my 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 vision is 2020 when it comes to to you know when i see any adult interacting with any child i'm like what's this going up to you know what i mean you know yeah, what i mean hey? it's like um you know like i i, I i'm automatically suspicious and that's I, that's a side effect of being abused you know what I mean? I do find it. I, I do, I do check out how how the brothers are hanging, how the brothers are interacting with my kids. You know, I do, I do keep an eye on that, bro. I do check. Oh, he, oh, you got a male teacher. Oh, yeah, what's he like? Oh, yeah, I'm coming along to the gala. Let's check him out. Whatever, you know. Like, I am aware of that. Um, and also the same in children. Like, um, yeah, oh, yeah, like. It's like all these bad little dudes that are out there at the moment. Like, I, I can guarantee you at least two thirds of them, bro. Guarantee you. They're screaming out for help. Yeah. You know, some of them are misled, and there are those those exceptions of people that are just born badasses. You know what I mean? Like, there's some bad dudes out there, but 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 you know, there's a lot of good dudes that do bad stuff, and there's a lot of good dudes doing bad stuff that had some real bad stuff done to them. You know what mm. I mean? I know for myself um, as a youth, um, like it was just violence and 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 property damage and just anger, anger, anger. You know, like that's what I was putting out there you know what I mean um and I was hanging out for someone to ask me what was wrong but no one did you know 
So I, I definitely see those symptoms or those sort of those signs that, you know, there's more to it. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you know, every every boy can be a bit mischief, you know, like a bit of a bloody old shrew rocket there window, let's run away. Yeah. But, you know, but when a kid's bloody, you know, when, when, when all his mates are all at home tucked up in bed at 11 o'clock and he's 13 years old out stealing a car and backing it through a shop or or he's, you know what I mean, or he's ran up, jumped out the bedroom window and he's down at the park, rather sleep in the bushes than sleep at home. Something's not right, you know. Um, yeah, or if he's, if, he's, if, he's, if he's using drugs, heavy drugs at a young age, you know, or even even things like solvents and stuff like mm. that. Like, why, why, why are they, why, why is, it's a little kid, man. He should be, should be on the swings playing or making a hut or shooting hoops with the bros or playing touch or whatever it may be, but shouldn't be in the bushes huffing glue or sh- sh- shouldn't be robbing a shop to go get some, go get some dope or whatever his thing is, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. You know, shouldn't be, shouldn't be using drugs, shouldn't be, yeah, you know? Jeez. And that's, that's, that's sort of, that's, that's, that's the way I see it, bro, is that, you know, it's, Sometimes they are just little badasses, but but a lot of the time I think they're screaming out for help, bro. Yeah. They've got no positive role models. They've got no love in their life. They've got no one to turn to. They're just trying to get some attention. Look at me, you know? Yeah. And and look at look at you now. I mean, I'm just thinking I can really see the connection now between the raising the awareness for everyone and everyone being more aware of recognizing those symptoms and those signs and being able and if we reckon, can recognize the signs, we're in a better position to like initiate those conversations and Absolutely. begin yeah, that absolutely. process of healing, acknowledgement, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely, bro. You know, like it's even like um I shared a post the other day. I can't remember who, who created the reel, but it was it was around um, giving giving people forcing children to give um, adults hugs. So you know you might be at a family event and and one of the kids, oh, I don't want to fucking give my uncle such and such. I give your uncle a hug, boy. Yeah, you go over there and you give <laughs> uncle a hug. Well, that's not on. Why are we why are we making children? Sh- no, nobody should be forced to show love if they don't want to. And and this this little reel I shared was was Nana. Nana standing there and she goes, they go give Nana a hug, and the boy goes, no, nah, no, nah. and she goes, high five, boy, and he's yeah, boom, gives Nana a high five. Next one gives her a high five. Next one gives her a hug. Sweet as half an hour later, the kids leave or whatever, they all give her a hug. And the message behind that was that that children don't need to be forced to show love. You know, you don't need to. Um, they don't need to be made to give a love. And, and, and it reminded me of, of the movie Once Warriors, you know, and it's give your Uncle Bully a kiss. Give your fucking Uncle Bully a kiss. You know, and look at that scenario. And, and, and it is that same thing. Like if our children don't want to, to share their body, don't bloody make them, you know, or don't, you know, it's, it's things like that. And people not understanding the awareness, not having the awareness, they might be going, give your bloody uncle a hug or give your auntie a hug. You haven't seen her in eight months. And, and that could be going, if you knew what uncle had done to me, right. you would, you'd be punching him over right now. He wouldn't be here. But you know what I mean? So it's that whole, so automatically those just little subliminal things like that, they're making the children not feel safe because they're like, oh, fuck, I've got to. I've got to, and then and then that's giving the perpetrator a weapon, because you know the old man told me you got to give me a hug, niece. Come sit on my knee, you know. Hey, you know what? I, you know what Dad said. Don't want to make Dad upset. You know, it's it's it's. I know it might some people might be listening right now, going, "Ooh, bro, you know, you shouldn't be saying shit like that." But but those are the facts. You know, nine out of ten um, sexual abuse victim uh, perpetrators are family members. That's the facts. This isn't stranger danger. This is almost like caregiver danger. You know. These are, this is how it is. If it's not a family member, it's a friend of the family. You know, like uh, random random attacks are very, very, very minute amount of child sexual abuse. Very small amount. You know, um, different story when we're talking about rape and, and, and um, mm. with, with adult women. Obviously, those sorts of randomized sexual attacks happen often, you know what I mean? But we're talking about children, you know, um, 
and, and, and nine times out of ten, bro, it's the devil you know. Jeez. It's, it's interesting because, you know, cause I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. I'm saying, like, hey, give, uh, give auntie yep. and uncle yep. a hug here or kiss here. Because yep. you, you, you think it's family, you're just my yep. father, you know, yep. there's, there's no danger here. Show, show auntie yeah, and uncle yeah, the yeah, respect. Show, show respect. Hey, yeah, show, respect them. But, but hey, it can be a high five instead. It doesn't have to be, you know. And, and, and again, it's just like, why would we? So say if we met um, and me and my wife, you and your wife, and um and, and you said to your wife, well, give the bro a hug, and she said, oh, I, don't, I just met the bro. A handshake's fine. Yeah, you give the bro a hug and a kiss on the lips, babe. Do you, but do you know what I mean, eh? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, eh? You wouldn't do that to mum. She'd give you a slap. I know mum would be like, yeah, you made me kiss your mate, you out of it, fella. You know, but it's the same thing. So why do we do it to our kids, bro? That's that's so true, bro. The other thing <laughs> too, I, I've always believed that kids are super sensitive to like vibes. Like mm. they can mm. just pick up vibes. Yeah, yeah. Typically with my kids, like. Whenever we go, if they, if they, you know, you're like, oh yeah, come on, and they don't want to go to you, I'm always like, hmm, what have you been up to? Or yep. like, yeah, you know, they're pretty just good because I trust their, yeah, bro, yeah, their, their intuition, yeah, yeah, yeah. intuition. That's yeah, the bro, yep, yep. Like, cause I'm, 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 um, yeah, I see that too, bro. You know, like, um, definitely, like, um, like they are, they are good judges of character, bro. And you'll, you, you will. Those and those are the, those are the little things that you know. By creating awareness, everyone will be aware. Around, hey, maybe Uncle's got bad breath, and that's all it is. Do you know what I mean? Why would you know what I mean, eh? Do you know what I mean, bro? But, but maybe Uncle doesn't have bad breath. Maybe it's something much, much different. You know what I mean? Or maybe they just are a withdrawn kid, or maybe they're in a shitty mood that day, or whatever. Mm. But you know, we don't have to read into it. Oh shit! Yeah. They go, okay, there was four people this week that they didn't want to hug. Right, let, let, get the shotgun. We'll go smoke these fellas right now. You know, they, we don't need to read too much into it. But at the same time, you know. It's just one of those things to be aware of, you know? Because it is, you're right. Because we need to be aware. Because you think it's whānau, family, oh, no, all good. Yeah, give them a hug, auntie yeah. a hug, or uncle. You don't suspect anything. No. But, but like no. you're saying, but in terms of a lot of our kids, the, the wairau, and they know, like, oh, something's not right here. Yeah. It pays to be aware, like, yep. oh, okay, maybe we just did something yep. to it instead of like, oh, flogging, just, oh, that's all right, all good. Yeah. But you just, because you just don't know, eh, mm. I'm saying. Yep, you don't. You don't. And, and, and you won't. You won't until it's done, and if you haven't done anything to stop it from happening, it's done and dusted. You can't, you can't take it back, you know. And then, you know, you're in a world of a totally different. You're in a totally different situation. Then, you know, I mean, it doesn't take much to talk to our kids and and, and explain to them how to keep themselves safe and explain to them that their body's tapu and and this and that. And it's an awkward conversation. Yeah. It's 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 a fucking hard one, but. We've got to have it because it's a lot harder a one for them to come to you 10, 15 years later and tell you all this shit. And then where does that put you, you know? Um, you know, uh, like I can't imagine what it would feel like, um, you know, um, having your child come to you and, 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 and tell you that. And, and, it's, and uh, yeah, it, it, you know, be a tough one, you know. Just so wait, I'd way rather the prevention than the cure conversation, yeah, eh, you know. Right. You know, so uh, as awkward as it may be, we've just got to talk to them. And like I've had this conversation with my kids and, you know, and, 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 and it's just about being open and honest, you know, and, and just, it's, it's it's real simple, you know, it doesn't have to be all bloody technical and out with the exercise books and all the rest of it. It's, hey, some pretty simple, your body's special, your body's tapu, yeah. no one's to touch it, no one's to look, no one needs to see. Like even my, the other day, my niece, she comes out of the bathroom, so we, she lives with us, we, we have custody of her or we, we are her guardians, our niece and our nephew, little little ones. She's five or just over five. She comes out of the bathroom and she's got no 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 clothes on, you know. 
And I said, hey, hurry up and put some pants on. She goes, ah, oh, no, no. She takes off. She comes back out. She's still got nandies on. I said, darling, you're, you, no, we don't want to see your bum bum. No one, no one needs to see your bum bum. You know, you just, that's it. You need to cover it up now. You're a little girl. You don't run around with your bum out, you know. And the same with boy. If he wants to run around without his nappy on, you know. No, no, you, you, you know, like if it's hot and all the rest of it, of course. But, you know, like just to, just to those little things, you know, like, hey, no, 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 son, that's your, that's your no, no. Don't let anyone see your no, no. It's a special, it's a special body yeah. part, you know. Just little things like that. And you can slowly, you know, they just sort of, you're just giving them small messages, but they're all adding up, you know. And at the end of the day, then they know. And then. Someone asks to see them, no, no, they're like, oh, you know, you're not allowed to, no, 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 or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, you know, if you're, if you're telling them these, teaching them these little um, things as they come up, you know, about um, keeping your body safe and people aren't allowed to touch and, and things like that and, and you know, and, and there's no secrets and things mm -hmm. like that, you know, like just things like that, eh, you know, and it, it, they don't have to be this big one awkward conversation, okay, this thing called sexual abuse and now it doesn't need to be like that, it's not that hard, it's real simple, eh? Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know? Because and you're right, I like it. You say you put it just real simple, just safeguarding our kids, yep. really safeguarding them, and, and, and doing it in a, in, a, in a kind of natural, authentic way. Yep. But it's, we could kind of get your thoughts as well. I'm saying in terms of uh, those Fano and, and parents, when you do kind of address the issue, mm. they're like, "Oh no, that's not true." You sweep it under the carpet. Just hush. Just shut up. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Don't, don't talk about this. Yeah. You're bringing so much disgrace to our family, our family, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Because I know this that's, that's quite common. That's real common. For that's our, real for common. Our people, for our Pacific yeah, and our, yeah, our Māori yeah, people. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you look at how special Fano is. You know, um, you know, you look at um, the Marae. You know, you've got your elders up there. You've got all these respected people, and, and, and you can't step it. You got to, Everyone's auntie. Everyone's uncle. You've got to be respectful. You're in there doing the dishes, and then you're bloody get away, get away. You know. Respect, make the cup of teas and then piss off you know, you know yeah. there's all these different layers of, of you know whānau is so important and special and this and that so how are you meant to out that fella that's sitting at the, at the po you know how are you meant to say oh that uncle you know what I mean how I can understand how hard it must be but at the same time you need to find someone else then so if you if you go to say if, say if it was me you know and, and I go to my brother or my sisters and they say nah you all shit Okay, then I'll try mum. Nah, you're shit, dad. Nah, you're shit. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the police or I'm going to go to the bros. I'm going to go talk to the bros, mum. You know, because we've all got a bro whose mum we call mum. Yeah, yeah, Cheer, mum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit's been going down, you know. You've got to find that. You've got, someone's going to listen. If they don't want to listen, then fuck them. Literally, yeah. man. Then they're, nah. You know, what kind of person, when your child comes to you and says, this is happening to me, what kind of person says, shh. What kind of person says, no, 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 don't you disgrace this family? You're the disgrace to this family. Oh. You are not the child. You are for making them be quiet about this. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no, there's no shame. There's no disgrace. There's no, the shame starts with the silence. That's mm. where the shame is, you know? And, and, and the other thing to consider is, um, you know, if someone's coming to you with these, with these, um, with, with these claims, then, um, you know, um, You've, you've got to take them as 100% for real, regardless, you know, like, you know, they could be coming at you telling that your your partner of 30 years is abusing them, you know what I mean? You've got to, you've got to take the child's side. Why would a child make that up? Have a look at the, you know, like, have a look at the situation, have a look mm. at the scenario, like, you know, like, I, I, and I have heard of, you know, stories where, where people have made something up, you know, there's an allegation and it's made up, you know, like I've done jail with fellows that have been charged for rape by their, by a partner who was bitter, you know what I mean? And they've done, and they've done real jail time for it. 
So it does happen, but like oh, uh, uh, the lies are a lot less than the truths, you know. So mm. if we, if we, if we, yeah, it's, it's, it just makes it harder. We're just making it harder for everyone, for everyone that's in that position. We're just making it harder. It's just another obstacle we're throwing up. Oh, they might not believe me. Oh, there's another one. Mark, mm. that's that's seven reasons I shouldn't say anything. You know what I mean? Jeez. And it's it's tough. Like it's tough. Like for me, it was a family friend. So well, it was a, as it was an employee at my dad's business at my dad's work. So. <clears throat> There wasn't it wasn't like it was a it was it wasn't a family member so it didn't cause a family rift then at the moment it has caused a family rift and there is a divide in the family and that's that's because of um, issues around me gaining seeking my closure you know some people want to come to the table some people don't that's fine they don't want to come to the table see you later you can't come again doesn't worry me bro you know you carry these things and you you worry about oh how will such and such feel about this and how will so and so feel about this you know. Like how they feel. Who cares? It's not yours to carry. Give it back to them. You know, the caregivers that were responsible for you when you were a child, give them all back to them. Put it on them. They should be the ones going, fuck, I should have done this. Fuck, I should have done that. Why didn't I do this? How did I drop the ball? Why didn't I see this? You shouldn't be the one going, oh, I don't want to make them feel stink. I'll carry it all. I'll carry all my trauma. Plus, I'll carry the I'll carry the shame and the guilt for them as well. Nah, give it back. You know, and, and if someone doesn't believe you, well, that, that's just, you, you've got to find that... You know, if, if they don't believe you, then, you know, they're, they're, they're saying something about that person anyway, you know, mm. um, regardless of who that person is to you in your life, if that's mum or dad or, or auntie or uncle, whoever's your caregiver or whoever's your, you know, if that's your brother or your sister and they don't believe you when you tell them that, yeah, it doesn't look like your fellas are that tight, you know what I mean? Jeez, like, yeah. Right. Just, damn. Um, oh, man. It's just a couple of thoughts come to mind as you're speaking there. Um, the first was... Um, you know, because of the way that our cultures are set up and, you know, we put certain people, there's a hierarchy there, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, then I'm wondering, uh, I'm curious, and, you know, you may probably may, may not be able to answer this, but then I wonder, are our cultures, like, do we perpetuate the negative statistics worse than other cultures because of the way that our cultures set up and traditions and hierarchy? Uh, yeah, like, I've got a whole lot of stats that I've been working over at the moment around suicide statistics. And... um and, and some domestic violence statistics, and they do, they do look, they do the suicide and the domestic violence do look worse in the in, in the Maori and Pacific Island communities. So I would only assume that, that that you know you could you could say the same about about the sexual abuse as well. You know, um, unfortunately, um, but again, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't discriminate. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's widespread. It's right. It's it's just as rife in the church. You know what I mean? You be you, you talk about. Um, Talk about boys being sexually abused. Most people, the first thing that pops to their mind is the church, mm-hmm. the choir boy. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. that whole choir boy priests joke, you know, or that banter. You know, that's what pops to mind. So you know, it's it's, it, 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 but it, I guess the stats, yeah, the stats do indicate as as far as suicide and um and and domestic violence go, the stats do look worse in the Maori and Pacific Island communities. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough, but it is sad, eh, Sam? Because you, I can imagine someone trying to say, oh, "Okay, I'm trying to share to mum and dad or whoever the final member is," and then the instant dismissal. No, 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 you can't talk about that. It's you can imagine these these perpetrators; they can just carry on for years, yeah, for yeah. Years. And you you wonder why they, hey, why didn't they get caught? It's taking like what twenty yeah, twenty odd years, whatever. Yeah, yep. And that's why I really believe in your your mahi in terms of um, speaking out and having this conversation, making and normalizing it. 
imagine if we were able to talk about this stuff and become more aware of, of you know, just keep an eye on, on our family members or our kids and, and so forth. Imagine this perpetrators, they'll, they'll be, the, the stats will just definitely yeah, bro. go down. Yep. yep, well, they have to. They yeah. have to, bro. You know, like we've got to out these fellas, bro. So it's got to get to the point where if someone's not getting involved in this conversation, why aren't you getting involved? Well, what side are you on? That's what it's got to get to. You know what I mean? We've got to be in these family groups and these um, and groups of workmates and groups of whatever, you know, sports teams, um, marae, um, you know, at the gym, whatever you're, you know, like, um, hanging out with the boys. If someone's not chipping into this corridor, why the fuck not? What are you, why, 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 you know what I mean, bro? If you're withdrawing from this corridor, why are you? If you don't want to engage in this, why aren't you? You know, if you're not having this corridor with your kids, why aren't you? You know, why? Why? It's all about protecting our children, protecting, this is all positive stuff. So if you want, want to have this com- positive conversation or, or do this positive mahi around awareness and, and empowering these children, then, then what do you want to do, bro? Because mm. to me, that seems like a very dark intention or a very, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, for it's sure. not like we're talking about politics. Ah, oh, I can't be fuck talking about that, you know. Or, or it's not, you know what I mean, bro. We're not talking yeah, about. Sure. We're not talking about as legal rugby better. We, we, you know, like it's it's not Ford or Holden, you know, bro. There's not, you know, like there's there's only one side to be on. Cause yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and if you ain't on that side, well, what the fuck are you up to, bro? Mm. But how, how's support being? Because I can. I'm hoping that people like jump on board straight away. Like, oh man, let's let's fund this. Let's just just jump on board and support the brother. Yeah, yeah, the support's been, been. Yeah, yeah. People have come through like heaps of support on social media and heaps of people messaging awesome messages and encouraging messages and 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 all that sort of carry on. Um, we went for a bit of sponsorship at the start. We got shot down, so we just funded this whole hikui um off the back of ourselves and then started to give a little. Um, and and we've received some real awesome donations through that, and that that closes up shortly. Um, and, and we've got enough now to, well, we've just got to tighten the belt. I might not be allowed to get too many more eggs, Benny, but I'm still allowed steak for dinner, so that's good. I might just have to go back to some wheat bags for breakfast, but we pretty much got it covered. But um, overall, um, people's engagement in this um, has been has been pretty good. Um, grassroots, it's been really good. Um you know, Stony Creek, the clothing brand, or Stony Creek Huntwear and that hunting hunting gear. Yeah, they jumped on board and they have um, they provided me with some clothing, some some apparel, which was choice, <clears throat> and um, and they're supportive on that on that side. I'm hoping that they want to stay on with our with our future plans next year and moving forward. Um, sort of mainstream media haven't really. You'd think it'd be a story that'd be all over, you know, like. But now nah, ice cream flavors are a bit more important for them, so that's a bit unfortunate. And then, I guess because of the taboo around it, um, a lot of people I've, I've reached out, man. Like I've reached out to a lot of celebrities and public figures, and haven't had a lot of luck at all with really any of them, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I guess because um, I've never been on social media before, but I'm getting a quick understanding that. People work hard to build a platform and when they've got their platform, they need to control what content they put on there and what they don't. And although they may um, they may um, feel empathy for me and they may um, feel, 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 you know, like righteous about my cause and that, I guess that doesn't necessarily reflect the fact that they can, they can post my kind of content on their social media, you know, which I guess was an illusion that I had, you know, I thought, oh, oh, these bloody people, you know, I'll reach out to this fellow and I'll reach all your bloody, all your ex, all blacks and your this and your that. And they can't even open their messages because they've got too many followers to start with, you know, yeah. but, you know, some some do, some some celebrities have opened their messages and looked and done nothing, you know, not even replied. 
Um, you know, others have and, and jumped on board as well, you know, and followed, which is awesome. You know, um, yeah, so, but just, yeah, it's 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 a bit, yeah, it's still a very, very taboo subject, you know. I'm sure if I keep banging my drum and and, and chewing everyone's ear off with my corridor, I'm sure in years to come, then I, I will be able to get some of these fellas to jump on board and, and come to some events or, or speak or, or whatever, you know, or, you know, do some guest appearances mm. or whatever, what have you. But at this stage, yeah. It's just me. Hey, it's <laughs> just me doing the mate. It's awesome, man. All it takes is just one, man. Yeah, that's oh, it. That way, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Man, are there, are there any sort of uh, celebrities or people in mind in the future that you're like, you know, you'd love to partner with in terms of, you know, raising awareness? Who's your ideal kind of candidate for that? <laughs> so let them proud of um, oh, shit, I don't know, man. The brother Monty's following. Yeah, shit, nice. he'd have some pulling power, bro, at some of these, um, at, you know, because I'm trying to get into the high schools. So yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing, pulling up to some of these South Auckland high schools with Monty Beatham on board. You know, that'd be that'd be tough. But, um, you know, like, yeah, anyone, anyone, bro, anyone that has a reach, anyone that has, um, that has their own sort of story of, of, you know, of greatness behind them, you know, especially our sportsmen, you know, our youth look up to our sportsmen, mm. you know, they really do, you know, like you've got your um, news, you know, you, you've got your uh, Mike McRoberts and your Paddy Gowers and all that sort of stuff. And people, they're cool. They're cool. Uh, as an adult, they're cool. But as a kid, they're just, they're just the whole fellow on the news. But you know, your, your rugby players, your rugby league players and, and stuff like that. Those are the, those and your, your hip hops, you know, your hip hop artists and things like that. Those are who the young fellows are thinking are cool. So you know, any anyone from that sort of background would be awesome, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. Now, and I think that's a, the beauty of of of, of networking, eh, Sam? You know, we can kind of help each other and collaborate together, and yep. and just kind of push the money forward and um and really do it, do justice to it. Yep. Because yep. the thing what you're doing is it's not it's not an easy feat, you yep. know. People think, oh, yeah, just going, just walking up to, bro. <laughs> you think about South Island all the way from the South Island all the way to the, yep. to the Cape's like, bro, that's that's just some crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. I look so twenty one hundred kilometers. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I think one day you went what nine hundred twenty three k's. I said, like, what the heck? Yeah, no. I said, no, no. My biggest day is fifty six. Jeez. But um, I think uh, we did a two two day stage, which was um. What was that? One hundred and eleven or something like that. We got another big one between um. I think it's is it Wellsford to Fangarei is um Oof. is that's a Han is that ninety something or something like and then the Brendu and Hills in between Jeez. there. Yeah, so we got a few tough tough leagues coming up as well, or one more big tough league coming up, but you know, just like just, you know, basically turning up and doing a marathon every day. <laughs> Pretty much, and, and, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, actually, pretty much, because yeah, yeah, doing a, doing a marathon Monday to Friday, bro, every day, and then and then having a day off, and then starting it all over again. And that's what I'm, that's what I mean because your your passion and obviously your passion drives you because I'm you know I'm just thinking there will be some days that go on prayer I'm just too tired oh. I don't want to get up anymore <laughs> yeah, hey, man, have a break have a break today yeah. but obviously this 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 may and and obviously your personal experiences and the, the message around it pushes you yep um, and so we, we you know if if there was anything in terms of like hey what would you say to people out there who you think that, who should hear the the quoted or the message what would you say to those those, those people those folks like man you need to hear this what's what would you say in your own words in terms of like, come on, man, jump on board? Oh, pretty much like, you know, like if you're a survivor out there and you're listening to this and you're living and you're living with your trauma and letting it control you and own you and and, and, and um, control your relationship and your parenting and, and all, because it does, it controls every aspect of your life. Like, um, 
yeah, if I can do it, bro, anyone can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, you just, you just, you just, and the other thing is, is if you can't do it for yourself, do it for the other kids that the follower's doing it to now. Because he hasn't stopped, or she hasn't stopped, you know, that, that offender, that perpetrator hasn't stopped, you know, so 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 every day that you don't do anything about it is another day they're doing it to someone else, you know, if you, if you, because I've had, um, I had someone message me and they reckon, oh, I'll take it to my grave, and it was like, well, fuck, well, how many, how many, until you're dead, how many more are going to be abused, you know, like, if that's your attitude, I'll take it to my grave. Well, how about you just how about you just go to the cop shop and, and out this fella? Or how about you go, uh, you know, like how about you out him on a public platform, you know, on social media? Or how about you how about you go and you confront him or you know, and then and then carry on wallowing in your in your addiction or in your in your negative um, behaviors, you know? But just do one good thing about it. Just just out them. Take the power away from them, you know? Um you know, it's it's once you start, once you break the once you break the ice, you know, once you once you start, it's it's easy, it's actually easy, man. It's it's sweet and it gets better every time, and and it ain't shameful, bro. It's strong and it's it's staunch. It's it's fucking hardcore, bro. Like you know, it's 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 weak not saying anything. That's the weak way, like the easy way. Oh yeah, I'll just jump into the pipe, or I'll just jump into the bottle, or I'll just keep going to town every weekend and smashing random fellas over, or whatever it is. I'll keep doing crime. I'm badass. I'll patch up with this crew and all. Fucking nah, that's all weak shit. Address your shit and then go and do that if you still have to do that. But you know what I mean, like you know, because at the end of the day, that's the thing. Like my biggest regret with this whole thing is that I didn't do that. And so I had an opportunity when I when I told my family when I was eighteen, nineteen. An opportunity then that I could have I could have stopped some serious offending that was going on by this fellow. He's in jail now, but um, you know, uh, four victims later that I know of, um, you know that that that's four fellows that are going through the same shit I'm going through and will do for the rest of their lives. That could not have been going through it had I had or had my parents had done what was required and and gone to the police and made the public aware of this guy, you know? Like, yeah, our justice system is fucked, and yeah, they're not going to get the lag they deserve. But let's just give them the shame. Let's mm. let us let the world see them for the scum they are. And then and then let's see if they can babysit the neighbour's kids. Or let's see if they can chime in on the work bro's kids, because they won't be able to, because they'll be a registered sex mm. offender, and everyone will know who they are, you know what I mean? So they won't be able to do anything but hide. And that's what we want them doing. We want them just hiding in their own shame. We don't want them fucking out in our community. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm. So that we, that none of that happens. None of that happens unless we, unless we take that first step, brothers, and we, and, we, and we say, hey, fuck, you know, this has happened to me and this is who did it to me. You know, um, until then, you know, um, we're, we're actually, we're enabling. Yeah. We're enabling. So if we stay a victim instead of becoming a survivor, because that's how I look at it, you know, until you address it, until you stop all the negative, you are still a victim because you're living as a victim because you're going, fuck, no, this happened to me, so that's why I'm a meth addict or that's why I'm an alcoholic or that's why I like beating up my missus or that's why I'm a cunt to my kids because this happened to me. So I can. Well, you're a victim. Jeez. You know what I mean? So you can turn around and say, well, I've given up meth and I've given up the bottle or, or I've, I've stopped domestic violence in my home. I talk to my wife with respect or I try to talk to my kids or I'm trying to mend the, the damage that I've done because now I'm surviving. I'm not, I'm not a victim anymore. I'm taking the power back and I've given the shame away. I'm not carrying that shit, you yeah. know, so. Oh, awesome, bro. That's, that's, 
Hundred percent, man. Mm. I don't. Um, you, you mentioned a little bit there about um, you know coming out and telling your family, and and I'm curious about what their reaction was, and because th- there's a spectrum of reactions I can imagine, mm. but uh, I'm curious about what they thought in terms of you know you t- dropping this. Um, yeah, and yeah. coming up with the courage to say it, and then it's like for them hearing it for the first time, mm. yeah. how did they react? Because I imagine there's, you know, yeah, gaslighting can be a thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah it, was, it was a bit of a. So I got out of jail, and um, and while I was in jail on that leg, I, I, um, fuck, it was weird. There was this chaplain, bro, and he, um, he saw me in the unit, and um, and he was there to see one of the other brothers, and then he saw the bro, and and that was sweet. And then the um the screws called me up to the to the we used to call it the dog box, called me up to the dog box, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm fucking, uh, Chaplin wants to see you, and I was like, oh, Chaplin, what's for? He's like, hey bro, hey, what's your name? And I was like, oh, I'm fucking Sam, you know? He's like, oh yeah, come come have a chat with me, bro. So I have a chat with him and that, and he goes, um, because fuck, you don't look like you belong in here, boy. You're a little bit skinny, a little bit little, you know? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, you don't look like a bad fella, you know? And, he just started yelling to me and he goes, oh, look, oh, let me tell me about me. And he says, oh, sexually abused as a boy and this and that, da-da-da-da. Because I turned to the Bible, you know, and this and that, da-da-da-da-da. Now I come to the prison, I try and help people. Yeah, yeah, church, church, church. I was like, yeah, me, me. All good. And he goes, um, you know, does any of that, you know, resonate with you? And I was like, mm, nah, not really. Because I didn't relate to him, you know. I was like, nah, this fella's weirdo. And then um, and that was okay. He goes, oh, well, all good. I'm going to come back and see a couple of the bros again next weekend. So I'm just going to come back and, and see how you are anyway, bro, you know, and, and I want to get to know you. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So he did that a couple of times, and then I ended up saying to him, look, okay, you must have a crystal ball, bro, because, yeah, it happened to me. And he's like, yeah, sweet. And he just said, look, oh, I'm not a counsellor or nothing. He said, but, you know, like, if you want to keep, if you want to stay in this pattern you're in, just don't do anything about it. If you want to get out of that pattern, do something about it. So anyway... I told my sister I wanted to have a family meeting and, and it didn't happen, but I was been out for about a week and I told my sister, she come home, I was staying with her at this apartment and she come home and I, I told her, she said, oh, how, how come you wanted this hooey anyway? And I said, ah, oh, fucking blah, blah, blah. And she was just, she was hysterical. I can remember that um, on her knees crying. Um, and then, and then, and then my mum and dad were informed by her. And I remember I went to spend a, ma- a night with my mum. She come pick me up and went back to her place up here actually in Auckland. Nothing was really even said, you know, like it was just, and then I just remember the next day she just dropped me back off at my bro's house and that was that, you know, like nothing, it was kind of like left up to me, but you got, I, I guess, um, looking back at it, you know, like I was, uh, I was, I was out of control, you know, I was a raging meth addict, um, I was in and out of jail, I was angry, I was unpredictable, I was all these things, you know, so I was hardly ready for healing, you know what I mean? But, but, I, but I'd, but I'd taken the first step and told them. But because it's such a hard subject, no one else wanted to bring that back up again, you know, and it's taken all of these years, you know, 20 years later, and now I'm like, well, hold on, well, in 2019, you know, I'm like, no, no, hold on, this is too much now. You know, I can't carry this shit around anymore. So they've known a long time, but just sort of waited for me to to um, to be ready, but, and, 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 and in some ways, it's a good thing, but in a lot of ways, I feel that, you know, um, that night when I when I wanted to tell everyone, you know, and I told my sister, all I wanted to do was 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 the adults that were responsible then, which was mum and dad, you know, to to do what needed to be done. So go to the police, sort it out, like take control, don't just leave it up to me, like, you know. Um, I thought all I would have to do is disclose and then the adults around me would take care of it, you know. Because you got to remember, I still feel like a little broken boy. Didn't feel like an 18-year-old just fresh out of jail. Think, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the mentality, especially not talking about that, especially not to the family, you know, so... Um, 
yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a tough one, you know, like, and 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 like, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a tough one, bro. Like, you, you want, you know, like, uh, I, I would imagine in every scenario, it's a very emotional conversation that's had. But then, I, it, it's 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 the actions that are required after that that courted or you know, that's the time to shine, you know. And and if you're the caregiver or the parent, you know, then you need to um, you need to take action. You know, because because um that that loved one that's confided in you, they're not they're not gonna like what am I gonna go? Oh yeah, so I was um, sexually abused by old mate and fucking this happened and that happened and that. But so anyway, oh, I'm just gonna have a coffee and then I'll shoot down the cop shop and I'll do a report and then I might shoot down and and and, and I'll go suss me out a social worker and I'll go suss me out some counselling and and yeah, and I might catch up with you later, eh? It's not what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just passing that information on. I need someone else to sort that out. You know, um, well, yeah. So it's it's it is I could yeah it's it's a tough one you know that that whole that that caught it all with the whānau for the first time yeah it's make or break and I guess I had a lot of resentment built up after the reaction that I got or the reaction I didn't get I suppose you know um you know which wasn't good either so it just added more baggage to it you know it added more more layers to the onion that I'm unpeeling now yeah wow so how are you feeling now um, Sam because. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm feeling yeah. good with it. I'm feeling good with it, bro. Like, um, you know, um, one of my parents I'm not in contact with anymore, and I'm I'm okay with that. And the other one, I'm making really good work with that person, um, with that parent. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, closure is a funny thing. Like, you know, you go out there and you want closure, whether it's from a relationship or from a trauma or whatever, you know. But something you don't realize, and I especially didn't realize either, is that you can't control the content of that closure. So you might go to someone and you might say, oh, you should have done this, you should have done that, and, you know, you, you were this and you were that, you know, why didn't you? And they might just turn around and say to you, don't care, or, you know, I have my own reasons, or, you know, like, I'm more important than you, or whatever they may say back. you were like, oh, I didn't expect that, but there's your closure. Stop caring about them because they don't give a fuck about you. You know, like, yeah. Shucks. Because you can imagine people who are watching and like, listening, they're like, oh, man. If I ask, and what's what's the the different reactions or the different scenarios? Mm. And if you get a negative one, like you're saying, you might get, oh man, stuff this, yeah. stuff yeah. this. Or you get something that's people have this in their in their minds, like, oh no, they're gonna do it like you're yes. saying, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, bro. You think it's gonna be like in the movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's gonna be like these interventions in the movies where you sit the family down and you know, and you oh, this happened to me. And oh my gosh, you know, okay, and then boom, 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 and everything gets done. Nah, because it's hard for everyone. Yeah. It's hard for everyone. You know, like. Um, it's 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 just an all round fucking hard one. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I still have I, I have bros that um that didn't know and did know, and like bros that are like fuck if I knew, bro, fucking we would have fucking done this and we would have done that, you know. And then I like, have one of my older sister's partners, you know, um, he was living at our house in an outside room with my sister at the time, you know, and and he's like fuck, bro, like if I knew, bro, like. I feel stinking. I'm like, bro, you, well, you didn't know, so it doesn't matter, you know. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, but you sort of, all these years later, you realise, hold on, everyone had my fucking back. I just needed to speak up, you know. Yeah. And 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 again, you know, like it, it, there's, you know, there's gonna be that person you can go to. So I didn't really get the result I wanted from my mum and dad, but you know, I got an amazing result from my sister. You know, like I, I got, I got, you know, I got, and and you know, her, her ex partner or her partner way back then, you know. When he found out about it just recently, you know, he's like, fuck, oh, what a fucking, you know, like, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, so, so you, you, there's, there's someone there, someone's going to receive it, 
you know, you just got to figure out who that is. You know, you might have a sibling that you really trust, you know, that you click with and you go to the sis or the bro, you know, and you can just tell them to start with and then you can work together and come up with a plan, you know. Um, whatever it might be an uncle or an auntie, it might be might be the bro down the road, or like I said mm. earlier, the bro the bro down the road's mum. <laughs> true, true that man. So true. Yeah. Um a thought came to mind. I just had a quick look um when as we were talking about closure. Um and there's something about um closure being related to human nature because we love narratives apparently. Mm. So as humans we love stories and narratives and this is why all of our movies typically have a happy ending because yep. we love this clean circle of like life that just yep. uh, starts a certain way and it ends beautifully. Yep. And sometimes because of that it, it, when we're faced with the reality, which, as we all know, isn't necessarily a happy ending, yeah. um, sometimes it, think it can be tough dealing with the fact that our closure is sometimes no closure at all. Mm. So I just yeah. wanted to acknowledge that, mm. you know, it, yeah. it is tough yeah. coming to terms with that, yeah. but um, holding on to something like that. Um, that you can't hold on so to it. damaging. Yeah. Nah, you can't. Like, I, I remember my, um, my therapist said to me, um, she said that this particular um, parent was, was on a different plane. Said, oh, they're on another plane, Sam. They're not going where you're going, you know. And I was sort of like, oh, I don't fuck them, you know, this and that, you know. And I was like, I can't believe this. And why the fuck would they say that? And 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 um, my counsel was, my therapist was just like, well, you want a closure, you got it, you know. You gave everything back to that 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 parent. Um, what they gave you back, you could never have controlled. You had in your mind what you thought they were going to say back, but they didn't say that back. They said something else. You had no control over that. You got your closure. It was the content that wasn't the, wasn't what you expected. So she, you know, she said, "You've got your, you got your. That's your end game. You got it. So just close that door. Close that. Close that off now. That's done. You know, there it is. Because now, and and now, now we can work on the content of that closure. You know, how how do you feel about that? How do you this about that? You know, what do you where do you want to go with with that? And I'm like, oh, it is what it is. Fuck it. <laughs> basically, well, you know, basically because it's like, well, wait, no, man, I've been carrying all those thoughts and feelings in it. So, well, maybe those thoughts and feelings were kind of right, you know. Maybe that that particular person did let me down and and didn't have my back and still doesn't, and and this is just proving it. So it's okay, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. We're just onwards and upwards. T- just took that one off, right? Now we go to the next issue that's caused from this, you know. Yeah, because yeah, there's there, there, yeah, it's just not. There's so many other things that affects, you know. Like there's just just every aspect, bro. Every aspect that has this relation into it, you know. Right, it seems like it's an ongoing journey, eh? It's mm. just, just a, a journey of you kind of, I guess you could say, in a, in a peace for your for yourself. Um, That's it, Sam, bro. And just finding, just finding you, just who you are, and, and throughout the whole process. But you, know, what's, what's really disturbing, um, Sam, is that no one, like you said earlier on, no one stopped and said, "Hey, bro, is there something wrong?" Oh, I know, up? I know, you like, know. This, this, this is the most disturbing. Like no one's like, "Hey, bro, you doing? Yep. What, you're, you're reacting all this. You're yep. acting out all this stuff." Yep. yep. So none no of the teachers. Here. Yeah. No none one. of the teachers. None of. So I was, I was in the youth justice system from like 14 to 16. So like, um, you know, th- how many boys homes? Three. So like three different proper residential boys homes and a couple of different family homes. So I had a social worker that whole time. Not once did my social worker sit me down and go, "Hey, bro, how's home life?" Because I mean, imagine if it was mum or dad that were abusing me. They never even fucking asked me that. So, so, so for all they know, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I could have been being sexually or physically or, or emotionally or mentally or whatever abused by my parents. They wouldn't have even known that information because they never even bothered to ask me, "Are you okay?" Like, what's going on? How's home life? You know, they've just taken what mum and dad have said in the room when I'm not there, and what mum and dad have said in the room while I'm sitting there quiet. And they got, okay, cool. Sweet, so that's all the information we need to know about this kid. He's a little prick. 
you know, instead of going, well, fuck, you know, and you would think that at some stage, someone, and the other thing is, is you know, you've got these staff members and these boys home, well, these people aren't paid, they're, 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 you know, like they're doing a hard job as it is, man. You know, they're all, when I look back now, they're all dads and mums, aunties and uncles, and they're like having to turn the key on these little kids, like it would have been a hard job. They probably didn't want to reach out, you know, they weren't paid enough to reach out. They probably didn't have the... Um, emotional and mental capacity to start reaching out because if they did, they would, we would have all been going, Oh, you mean next month? Me next month? Can you give me a hug? Fuck, can you tell me I'm, I'm okay? Can you tell me I'm special? Can you tell me you love me? Because, fuck, yeah, I, I want to hear that too. You know what I mean? Like, they, 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 they you know, they probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking weren't allowed to reach out. You know what I mean? Wouldn't surprise me. But, you know, through that whole youth justice journey, nah, no one asking what, what's going on. And then even in the, um, um, within the Department of Corrections, you know, in the adult in the adult um, penal system, you know, like, you know, being a young offender and a recidivist offender, back again, back again, back again. You nail the screws by name, they go, now, chair trough, what are you doing back so quick, boy? What was it this time, you know? And you're like, well, you've got this personal relationship with them, but still, like, at no stage is anyone um, sort of, like, um, tasked with getting to the bottom of it, you know? And you think with youth offenders, especially if you see them and then they come back, mm. they get out after 14 months, I think 14 months was my first sentence and I've got three years and I served 14 months. I got out and I was back in within like 12 weeks or something. So like, you'd be like, hell boy, just what are you up to? But nah, no one asking, are you all right? What's going on? That's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. We need to, we, we, you know what I mean? You need to be asking these kids to the point where they're telling you to fuck off. I don't want to talk anymore. Not just not saying anything. Just going, yeah, breakfast is at six. Like, this is at this time, this is where the showers are, make sure the bros don't come in and give you a hiding tonight when you, when we leave. You know, that was pretty much it, you know? You you would think that, hey, um, um, Sam, like, besides the point of, like, oh, like you're saying, oh, hey, man, I'm not paid to be yep. a counsellor, I'm just here, just correction officer, yep. I'm not paid to, to, yep. to kind of listen to what you have to, yep. you know, what's your, your issues and so forth, but still, human yep. nature. But, but yep. just, yeah, just you would, human, you would. Human, so that what's make, that's what makes me, yeah. makes me think, well, maybe they weren't allowed, especially in the youth justice system, maybe the staff, maybe there was quite strict, strict rules around what they could and couldn't um, talk about with the children or, or the way they would, I, I would assume they would be, they would be quite strict because, you know, they'd have to be, I mean, I'd be fucking shocked if there weren't processes in place, really, the more I'm speaking about it right now because there needs to be procedures and proce procedures in place so that, to protect the kids that are in their care, you know what I mean? So there should be rules like, oh, you can't take one kid to some area by your, you know, there must be two staff members if there's this many kids or there must be more than one kid if there's only one staff member going to this area, you know, what I mean, eh? Because that's where all your that's where that's that's where those dangerous opportunities for for the staff to be perpetrators themselves would have would have arisen from. So so you would think that there, well there must be some sort of procedures and protocols around what they could and couldn't talk to and what they what they could and couldn't do with the children, and possibly maybe hey look you know trying to counsel the kids wasn't an option because they were paid as a as a as a as a babysitter or as a, as a caregiver not as a not as a counselor or not as a psychologist you know so they may not have been allowed to reach out, you know. Mm. But then again, you would still think, oh, the nice right. auntie, like I remember there was these two in this one boy's home in Tuoko, there was these two Māori ladies in the kitchen. Man, they were fucking awesome. And like you would, yeah, they used to give us cigarettes and everything out the back. You would think that old aunties must have, you would have thought they'd be allowed to, or they'd, they'd be the kind that would want to ask, but even they didn't say, oh, you know, how come so, hey, mate. You know, there was plenty of opportunities. you finish the dishes and then you'd sneak out the back and have a cigarette with them. Be sitting out there for ten minutes, you know, they'd have an opportunity to ask you know, say, well, how come you're here, mate? But no, they didn't, you know, so maybe they weren't allowed to. Yeah. 
and also at the same time, yeah, um, like regardless of this, maybe like you said, protocols and policies and all that kind of stuff, they just to safeguard themselves. But you're talking about human humanity in terms of like, hey, hey this is this young. Yeah, here, how like, could you not relate to it? Eh? Just a bit of like, I need to ask some questions, but. You're right. It's, it's it's quite sad that it's you know that no one really picked it up as a hey us yep. those simple questions hey yep. what's going what's up man yeah yeah and and I mean the thing is is that like it's so so common like you know if you're dealing with these in, in the boys homes and that if they haven't been beaten up by their parent you know if they haven't been exposed to extreme domestic violence or sexual abuse like or or or, or just absent parents you know like um, you know like parents that are too busy on the piss or whatever you know they so emotionally abused. And then why else would they be there? Do you know what I mean? Like, why else are they, you know, like maybe one out of the 32 kids that are there is just a little badass. You know, he's he's destined to be, you know, a thug. But the rest aren't, yeah. you know. So it's like, oh, what the rest of these 31 kids? Where the hell are you? What are you doing here? Especially the girls. Mm. Especially the girls, bro. Why are they little girls in fucking in the, in the care? What's going on for them? You know what I mean? Like, boys will be boys. You always hear that shit, you know? Oh, they've been getting into fights at school. Ah, oh, boys will be boys. Oh, he's bloody smashing something. Ah, oh, boys will be boys. But what, what about when girls are doing that? Girls aren't meant to do that. So why is, it, is anyone asking the little girls what's going on? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's a definite flaw in the system there, you know? To have a social worker appointed me to me biceps and not once in the, you know, so it would have been from like... 12 when I started being like bad but it wasn't till I was about 13 and a half before I started going to the boys homes so I would have had a relationship with this with this social worker I can remember her name too I won't say it but I would have had a relationship with this lady for close to four years and not once did she ask me what was going on at home not once did she ask me what was going on outside of home not once did she ask me fucking anything really you know yeah. That's a lovely bro. Like, man, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I bet you there's plenty of the cousins out there that are thinking the exact same thing now. That went through those, went through the youth justice system and through the through the um, you know, been through the criminal justice system. Like, thinking, fuck yeah, bro. You're right. No one mm. asked me shit. You know. Yeah, man. And, and no shit, no shit on those the good ones out there. Out there but mm. and it could be because they felt un. Uh, probably not equipped or maybe just well yeah ill-equipped yeah definitely ill-equipped I'd be like oh well so what if I ask this boy what's wrong and he tells me that oh his dad beats his mum up and then he beats me up and this and that you know and there's alcohol and there's what am I going to do about that mm. what am I what are my abilities I've got no abilities I've got no nothing so all I'm going to do is just comfort this child in this moment which, which probably would have been better than not asking but still you know like you know yeah bro so true man Man, it just—it's just making me reflect on, you know, everyone. Everyone knows someone who's gone through. I mean, I just assume that based on my own my own life. But I just think about the times, the conversations that I should have had, could have had, and for whatever reason, whether it be awkwardness or shame or whatever it is, not having those conversations now. And uh, I know, I'm kind of glad that I'm having this conversation now because. Life, as you uh, you know, as you put it, sort of puts you in situations where you can take learning and apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just made me think about the conversations I will have as a result of this, and being able to check in. Uh, there's a family member close to me who's gone through some things, and because I didn't know what it was like, and I didn't know, I didn't want to bring this trauma and have them talk about it, and then I not know how to deal mm. with it. That was yep. kind of what stopped me from 
wanting to ask if they're okay and finding ways to be of use and not just be yep. like a shallow you're good yeah yeah okay, yeah, cool. yeah 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 even though i know i can clearly see you're not yeah um, yeah yeah but i've always just hesitated to go like do i they, push further yeah, do i yeah. wait back do i let them come to me yeah. like it's a hard one around that eh? you know like and I, I i personally think you push forward you know like you pull them to the side you know like then my you know, like um, you pull them to the side burner and you, you just create that opportunity where it's, oh, come on, because we've got to get a feed or break his hand with this for a second out the bag. And then you just literally, you just you just break it down and you say, bro, like, I know, like, I'm here. I, I want to hear it, bro. If you want to tell it, I'm here, you know, because um, cause we're all screaming out inside to tell our story, eh, bro, because it makes it feel better, you know. So if, if, if you can let them know that, eh, you know, it's um, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate that. Very hard out, hard out, Sam. Because I was quite excited um, to, to kind of catch up and, and have the have the Kōrero brother, and so just on, on the on just some face to face, like man, it's um, it's it needs to be spoken. Eh? It needs it's to be. it's like our it's it's our skeleton in the closet, mm. bro. It it actually is like it actually is like when you look at um, statistics relating back to suicide, so. Um, so on the Male Survivors Aotearoa website, um, there's a statistic there around um, youth suicide, so particularly under-14s. So they, they're saying around 90% of under-14s that suicide have um, have been sexually abused. Now, um, I did some I did a post the other day, and um, with the June, or July 2019 to June 2020, we had um, six under-14s commit suicide. So with that... <clears throat> applying that 90% we're talking about five of those kids were sexually abused so um you know that's 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 again that's huge it's huge you know um we've got to um we've got to do better bro like we actually have to do better like if we're going to talk about things like um sexuality you know and um and we're going to have these conversations with our Teenagers, you know, our year nine, year ten, year eleven, kids at at college. If we're gonna, if we're gonna let, um, you know, if we're gonna make that a normality, which is cool, I'm all for that, bro. Like, um, that's awesome. Let's be inclusive, whether you, um, however you identify, mm. whatever your sexuality as a young person, you know, let's make it easier for those confused children to figure out who they are and what they're gonna be. That's awesome. But let's have some other real corridors too, eh? Yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about other shit. Let's talk about domestic violence. Let's let's talk about sexual abuse. Let's talk about trauma. Let's talk about you know. Let's talk about suicide. Let's talk about all of these things that um that we need to talk about with our children because otherwise we look at all of us. We're all in middle age and we're like, oh yeah, fuck, we need to start talking about this shit, bro. No one was talking about this when we were young, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, bro. You know Damn. what I mean, bro? Like, I'm sure that, um, you know, like, well, I hope that there's some some younger people listening to this podcast, bro, and they'll go, fuck you, I, I, I need to reach out. And that's the whole point, you know, is that we're not going to make a generational change until we start speaking to the youth and still we start making that change, you know. And so to do that, we need to be, it needs to be with the youth. It's no time, you know, like we can all talk amongst ourselves as, as you know, um, middle-aged and, uh, and above men. But if we're not, if we're not talking to the, to the young fellas, well, all our corridor is going to die out in 25 years and, and they're going to be stuck with the same fucking problems we had. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. It's, it's the only way, it's the only way to create a generational change. It's just talk to the kids, you know, and we don't need a pussyfoot around anymore, you know, like, um, 
like I say, with the, I'm using the example a few times of of the you know of the um, of like the Rainbow Day and things like that, and the Rainbow Gender um, Sexuality and stuff at school. You know, being more um, acceptable and mainstream and, and all that. Because if we can talk about that, we can talk about anything else. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we're happy to talk about that to our children, then then let's talk about everything and anything else in between. Because yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty big corridor to be having with kids, sexuality. You know, talking, are you, are you gay? Are you bi? Are you lesbian? Are you, are you transgender? Are you transsexual? Are you this? Are you, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of different branches to it, you know? And um, and I guess there's people that identify as all of them, and that's cool. But if we're going to have those talks, and they've they've some pretty hard out talks. Okay, so you were born as a boy, but you've, you feel you're a girl. That's a hardcore corridor to have, bro. It's full on. Yeah, yeah. So if we can have that, surely we can we can have a conversation that 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 is around um, preventing harm. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, and 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 preventing the uh, uh, the uh, what are, yeah preventing harm from continuing. You know what I mean? Uh, we we we've got to have those 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 corridors, bro. Yeah, I agree. simple way. Hey? I agree. You're right because even now that there's this program, some people in, in, in the schools are talking about sex, having sex, mm-hmm. or and all the you know, genitalia and all that kind of stuff. And so, yep. if you're talking about sexual abuse, hey, why yep. why not? We need to we need to have this corridor. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. If we're going to talk about um um things like consent and yeah and, and sexuality, fucking hey, we can have the conversation about um sexual abuse. You know what I mean? Absolutely we can. And and then if we're doing that, then oh, we just stay you know, like if you think about the economical savings, if you if you if you remove your heart from it and you think about it as a as from a from a from a national point of view <laughs> you know that 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 we're gonna save the money. We're gonna save the government money, we're gonna save the economy money, we're gonna have um, less addicts. We're going to have less um, less domestic violence. We're going to have less criminals. We're going to have more woke and more aware of uh, you know men aware of themselves and 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 how to control themselves. We're going to have more constructive members of society because instead of us locking up these men and then treating them for their alcohol or their drug addictions and their and their bad behaviours and their relationships for the next twenty five years and then them coming right. We're going to have one corridor with them when they're 14, 15, 16. We're going to deal with that core issue that they got there, that childhood trauma. They're going to move on to have a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. So the small amount of time and money that we invest, the tiny amount of money we invest because we're talking to a whole school. We're not going one-on-one. We're talking of 800 kids at a time. You know, a very small cost, you know, very time efficient, you know, very cost-effective way to do it. And then, we, and then we, we're getting the ones coming forward and then we're sorting them out. Oh, man. We're making a huge change and saving some serious dollars. Mm. You know, like I know that what I would have cost the government would have been ridiculous. You know, with all my imprisonment, boys' homes, the time that um, the amount of times I spent in the courtroom. You know, that so it's a very um, like you know you think about how many lawyers are in there and judges and everyone's getting big bucks. It's cost a lot of money to run a courtroom for ten minutes. You know, when you've spent hours and hours and hours and trials and all the rest of it, bro, you cost them hundreds of thousands in legal fees, you know, and the free lawyer that's standing there for me that the government is paying for, you know, plus the criminal offending that I've done and the and the and the, um, and the financial effect on, on the victims or whatever. And then, and then the cost of locking me up and feeding me, driving me out to the prison and locking me up there and all of that, bro. All of that, and then the cost of having me on probation and me having to go to this probation service every week, and the cost of chasing me around the country when I go on the run again. <laughs> you know, it just keeps going. You know, everything becomes a huge cost where we could just spend a little bit of money at the start and have a talk to all our kids. It's easy, no, easy. No. I don't, man. 
just reminds you of that um, saying that prevention is always oh, better than cure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. bro. Absolutely. And that's why it's like, um, you know, waiting for people to come forward is almost like putting a, a, a plaster, a sticky plaster on a laceration, bro. Like they're bleeding out of the jugular and we're going, oh, hold on, bro. I'll just chuck that little plaster. Depending. Yeah. Gotta, yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold I'll grab two. Enough. I'll grab two. Yeah. I'll grab two. Yeah, I've got a little bit of tapey. I'll put that around there too. You should be good for a bit. You know, let's, let's go to them before they cut themselves, you know. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, take the fight to the front line instead of waiting. You know, like I, I quite often say, we don't, there's no point in being in an ambulance at the, the bottom end. of the cliff. Yeah. You know, what's the point in that? Let's climb up the fucking thing and stop people from jumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're or right. put, a, put a safety barrier up there, bro, so they don't fall. Whatever's happening, you know, there's something's going wrong at the top of the cliff. Why are, they, why are these fellows landing down here next to the ambulance? They get up there and suss it out. Late. It's too late, man. Yeah, yeah. bro. Man, bro. That, that's wicked. It's, yeah, um, for context, so I'm a primary school teacher. I teach at Intermediate um, 7 mm-hmm. and 8. Um, and I recently had a conversation. That was to do with the Rainbow community. And yep. um, and it's something I'm not too familiar with um, in my personal life. But I thought it was a great opportunity um, to, to learn and to yep. find out what I can do to help support um, some of my students. And um, uh, there was a... a a quote that was given by um, a member of staff at, at a recent assembly and they had talked about how by the time these students get to year eight, that's something like just under $100,000 has been invested into their education. Mm-hmm. And um, just as you were talking, it just made me think about, you know, assume it's double that to get to year 13 at the end of college and high school. Yep. That's still far less um, being spent um, compared to, you know, like you mentioned, you know, if, if youth are not finished, going through the... Um, the ringer and dropping out of school and getting into all yep. sorts of things because they've gone through this traumatic experience because we've avoided talking about it. Yep. You know, when yeah. we very easily yep. could have talked about it and yep. acknowledged ex- yep. its existence. Yep. And I feel like that's, you know, like you've mentioned before, that's half the problem. It's just yep. like, if we just close our eyes to it, it doesn't exist. Mm. And that's half the reason we end up where we're at in terms of look at the statistics. Yep. Yep. We ignore it and, and, and yeah, and it carries on and carries on. You're just like, oh, shit, no, we'll just ignore that. Just keep that the rug's so big, everyone's falling over it. You know what I mean? Like even the amount of shit that's been swept under it, it's no good, you know? And the other thing is like, where else are you going to get such a high concentration of ears? Like where else are you going to get six, eight, twelve hundred kids or 1,200 sets of ears sitting there listening? You're not. Not. You're not. You're literally not, bro, unless, you're at a, unless it's a concert or, or a sports event. Where else are you going to have an audience that big? Where? Nowhere other than a school. Where else? Well, maybe at a church. Maybe at the church you might get an audience that big. Where else? Nowhere. So why, why, why you know what I mean? Like, so again, with that cost effectiveness, cheap as chips to go in there, you know, like cheaper by the dozen, well, they're cheaper right. by the hundreds, you know, do one follow go in there, have a yarn, done. You know, and then, and then, and then obviously, you know, the follow up from that is, you know, you're going to get children coming forward. You're going to, you're going to open a can of worms. So you'd be ready for that. But, but ultimately, just going in and talking to them, you know, and you've got you 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 you're reaching the maximum amount of people for the minimum amount of effort, and the, and the lives and the lives you're saving as well. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope let's hope that the government kind of listens, or hopefully someone in the government is watching this and they man, this is true. Well, let's accept that. Auntie Marama yeah. is. I know she is. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Auntie Marama. Yeah, she's all over. If you're listening, nah, please, yeah, yeah, please. Um, nah, I've been I've met with her, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, we we message often, and 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 nah, she's on. She's awesome. Yeah, she's real good, eh? Um, and she she knows it. And um, yeah, we had a really good corridor. I met, met her at Parliament, and we had a really good corridor. Um, yeah, she's choice. She's choice. Yeah, 
So I mean, it's just it's 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 it comes down to us though, eh, in the community. We've really got to push this. We can't just sit back and go, the government's not doing good enough. The government aren't doing anything. We've actually got to take that next step and go, well, fuck it, you know what? Let's do it ourselves. Let's start, you know? And it can start without any help at the marae. It can start with any help in your home. It can start without any help in your workplace. You know what I mean? Like those places, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't even, you had to go to work today anyway. So you sit in the smoker room and instead of eight of you all staring at your screens for half an hour, how about one of you go, bro, brothers, have you checked this out of a follow out? You're walking up New Zealand, bro, blah, 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 blah. Have, get the conversation started. When you're at home and you're having a feed and the kids are there, you know, Christmas time at the moment, heaps of fun around, have the conversation, it's free, it's free man, have the court at all and then and sort it out, you know, we don't even need to be in the schools, but I mean obviously we, we want to be and that's where I'm aiming to be, but cool. you know, we can start anywhere bro, at your sports club, you know, you get prize giving for sports club, just whew, switch it right up and okay, fine, hey, we're on to, I'm going to talk about something, we're going to talk about something, that's great, okay, so the sixth grade, sixth grade rugby players, awesome, awesome work kids, awesome work, yeah, and we've finished the Ripper rugby grade now, so we're going to talk about this, nah, but you know what I mean, no way, you know, yeah. uh, no, maybe no. not a junior rugby, but hey, you know, like it's, it's just, yeah, you know, having that conversation and, and if, like, like my whole theory about going to the schools is that so I might not inspire someone to want to talk to me they might go oh, I don't really relate to this fella which I can understand because I never related to, to that you know like I didn't relate to that pastor and that and sort of things and um <clears throat> but if they're sitting there next to their bros and um and their bros is like fuck that's pretty ratchet what happened to this fella you know and oh bro he's got a pretty oh mean look at his hikoi that he did and I oh, chair you know and they're they're not like um, they're not being negative about my my shit, you know. The bros might the bro might go fuck. On the way home today, I'm gonna tell the bro because he's not judging that guy. He's not laughing at him. He's not elbowing me going, "Oh, this fella's been diddled or whatever." He's listening to him and he's elbowing me going, "Fuck, ratchet, eh, bro, ratchet." So he's showing empathy for that fella. So I reckon I can tell him now. I can tell my bro because my bro's not gonna laugh at me. He's not gonna he's not gonna think I'm crazy or gay or anything like that. He's he's gonna he's gonna get it. So, you know, like, I, I think you'd create that reaching out amongst their peers, you know what I mean? They'd be looking to their peers for support because their peers, and even it might not be the bros, but the chicky bros might be there, the sisters might be there, and, you know, girls are never going to, they're not going gonna to be like, whoa, you know, that'll blow the girls away. So, you know, the girls might be like, oh, that's ratchet. Oh, and then they might talk about it on the way home, and the bro might be like, oh, I might message the sis later and tell her, hey, fuck, that's happening to me, or that's happening to me, because she's showing heart, she's showing compassion, she thinks, oh, this guy that spoke at school today, man, that was out of it, what a poor fella, fuck living his life, or whatever, you know? So, you know, if you can, they might not want to come out to me, but they might want to talk to their peers, you know, that, you know, that, that sort of just, again, it just creates the conversation and, and it makes them be able to sort of go, oh, yeah, how's the bro reacting to this? Oh, the bro's reacting sweet as to that. Because that was one of my biggest fears. I don't, I don't want to tell my mates. Like, I told my best bro when we were, like, 15. But um, we've done some heavy shit together anyway. So, like, <laughs> it was, it was you know, it was pretty it was pretty standard compared to the other naughty stuff we used to get up to, bro. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I told him then, you know, and, and he's he's still my best bro to the day, you know. And, and I've told other bros as well, like, growing up, but then there was bros that I didn't want to tell, you know what I mean? And I wanted to tell them, but then I'm like, oh, fuck, I reckon this fellow will act like a clown, bro, or he might laugh about it behind my back, or I don't want to give him give him something, you know? like. So it's all about, again, like, you know, sort of, um, you know, if, if, if the conversation is raised amongst your peers and you can see how your peers react to it, you know what I mean? It's a bit like you could you could bring someone's name up in front of a group of people and be like, oh, what do you reckon about, oh, bloody such and such? Oh, and they might go, oh, yeah, 
he's this or he's that. And you, oh, yeah, well, actually, yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. Or, or you know, like you can just sort of, you know, you get a sort of a, a feel for, like I said earlier, your person, you know, and, and that might show them that who their person is amongst their peers, you know. This is my bro that I can go to about this because he was really he was really intrigued by this fellow mm. on stage today. He was, you know, he was real empathetic to him. So he will be to me too. So I, I, that's that's the person I need to reach out to. Not mum and dad, not auntie and uncle, not my brother, but my bro here at school. You know, I'm going to tell him first, you know. Yeah, mean, mean. Bro, hey, Sam, just wondering if you can look straight in the camera because and, and, there may be guys listening in and watching and there may be someone who's listening and watching at the same time like, just thinking, man, I need to tell someone. It's, but, it, you know, it could be because of, of many things, because of fear, shame, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you could just kind of give them some some word of advice or encouragement or just empower them, like... Bro, what, it's, what it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy. You've just got to... You've just got to let go of the fear and, 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 and you've just got to let it all out. You know, you there's no shame in crying. There's no shame in being vulnerable. There's no shame in being, um, being victimised. You know, you did nothing wrong. You did absolutely nothing wrong. You're an innocent small person, small child, young man, whatever. You did nothing wrong. You didn't want what happened to you. It happened to you. You need to give that shame back. It's not yours. You're carrying around all this shit with you. You're, 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 the weight's too heavy. You need to give it back. Who, who cares about the ramifications? Because at the end of the day, you need to look after number one, and number one is you. So if you're carrying this bullshit around, get rid of it. Fuck it off. It's no good. It's going to keep affecting you. You're going to keep hurting brick walls. You're never going to get past it. So you may as well address it now because you don't want to be addressing it when you're 85 sitting in a room full of young fellas trying to address it because then you'll feel real awkward. <laughs> you gotta, you got to do it now. you got to do it now, man. It's easy. Find your person and reach out. It's simple. And, and, and if you have no one, I'm on social media. Reach out to me. I got your back, 100%. Man, bro, yeah. awesome. Jay, any, any last questions or words? Um, one question came to mind. Um. And and I suppose well, I'm just gonna ask it how how it's formed. <laughs> but was there ever a time where, just in order to try and deal with it, your mind almost like just tried to almost play tricks on yourself? Uh, uh, you know, coping mechanisms. I just think. If, mm, mm. Um, yeah, were there ever times where you almost started to gaslight yourself um, because you just didn't want to believe that what's happened has happened? Yeah, yeah, and that's a lot of the drugs, eh? And the violence is just you, just you, just you, you don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit that, ma'am. You know, like it's it's a hard one, but so you just try and you just try and push it down as far as down as you can. And, and drugs and alcohol do a really good job of that for a little bit. You know, um, yeah, like like even 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 um, when it was happening, you know, it's not right. You know, it's not normal. Uh, you just go into that, that that fight or flight mode. You just switch off. You go to somewhere else. You're not there. Um, you know, spiritually, you leave your body. You're not. Um, you know, you hear females talking about it. You know, and they and they, they they might be raped, and they and they say they just go somewhere else. You know, especially if it's it's if it's a, if it's from a partner. You know, forcing them to give it up, whatever. They go somewhere else, and that's basically what you do. Is you just you go to another place, and 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 yeah, and then and and uh, yeah, just yeah. Yeah, and, and it becomes um it just becomes something like yeah, you 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 almost want to forget it yourself. You know what I mean? So you're like it does pop in if it pops in your head and you're like, no, no, get out and, and, and it's more drugs, more alcohol, more violence, more whatever, you know, like nah, that's not me, I'm not thinking about that. Like and 
and you go out to you go externally and you and you and you and you try and dumb that out by external actions by you know drugs and alcohol and shit like that um or trying to be a bad fellow or violent fellow or whatever it may be you know to to sort of almost say to yourself like you know <laughs> when when that's not what you need to be doing at all eh mm. Oh. So it's it's yeah it's yeah. Hope that answers the question. No, no. Yeah, that's all yeah. good, bro. Other than that, I just wanted to acknowledge you for just the courage and like shedding light on this because I, I never heard anybody else talk about it the way you've been talking about it. And I just think with you keeping your finger on the pulse and the stats the way they are, it's inevitable. It's yep. only a moment of time before all eyes are on this, and it's just cool to know that hey, there's someone there yep. that's saying hey, I'm here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just I just want to talk all your work and mean, just brother, appreciate you. your mahi, man. Mean. Awesome, big thank ups. you, brother. Thank you, uh, bro. Likewise, bro. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I think it's gonna. It's massive what you're doing, and I, lo- I love the fact that you're just doing it. You just said, yeah, I'm not waiting for any funding, I'm not waiting for all that kind of stuff and support. I'm just gonna get up and do it because you yep. need someone in that kind of capacity to say, you know what, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. And for you to do that and take the courage and take and the muster up the courage to say, you know what. I'm just going to put myself out there regardless of what people are going to say. Mm. And you, obviously you've got to get some negative um, feedback. And well, you, always that, yeah, you always get that. But yep. you standing up for what you believe in and the passion behind it, bro, it speaks volumes. And so, brother, mm. too much, bro. Too much. Um, Thank you, bro. All the best of the endeavours for the new year. But otherwise, bro, man, we're just proud of what, you, you, what you're doing, what you've achieved so, um, thus far. But anyone, everyone that comes on, bro, we always give them a gift. Okay. And so, bro, we always do a bit of a caricature or a sketch. And so, this is for you, my brother. Yeah, man. From the, from the, man, from the mandate team. Yeah, Bless me, you, my bro. bro. Thank you Bless very much. You, man. No, That's thank choice, you. That's bro. Mean. But, um, Sam, is, is there anyone is there anyone you can think of that would be ideal to come on? And do you think, oh, yeah, we come to have a nice corridor with the boys? Um, yeah, I've, I've got one fellow in mind. I'm just still waiting to hear back whether he um, whether he's keen or not. But I can tell you a little bit about him, bro. He's an ex-gang member. He's a victim, survivor of sexual abuse, survivor of domestic trauma, and um, and he's now um, sort of a motivational speaker, um, a pro- personal trainer, and fuck, I reckon he'd he'd rock the show, cuz. But I'm just waiting for the bro to to say whether or not. So oh, I can't bro. say anymore. Oh, I can't no, say no, anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> Keep us in suspense. Yeah, I'll keep you in suspense. Still like Shortland Street, cuz. You gotta wait till next year now. <laughs> Too much, bro. No, we really appreciate it, bro. But Ed, please do a bit of a plug-in for, for the Hiko and how people can support um, you. Yeah, so it's it's the road to healing Aotearoa. Um, I'm on social media, on, on um, Facebook and Instagram. But I mainly use Instagram. So, um, you know, if you, do, if you do have Instagram, just add me on that. We're going to start uh, TikTok next year so that we can reach um, a bit of a younger audience. Um, we're going to have a website next year, which will be the road to healing Aotearoa. Um, and we're going to start trying to, we've got a few schools to go to next year. So we've got a lot happening next year. So please do give us a follow and bear with me through the sort of start of January because there won't be much happening on the page. Probably a few Kai posts and that's about it. And then we'll be back into the action. And then um, and we're going to be doing another hikoi at, um, in October next year, which will be from from side to side of the, um, of the north. So will be exciting so yeah nah give us a follow tune in and um like i said earlier if anyone's out there that wants to reach out like i'm here simple as that you know um i have um i'm in i'm i'm, I'm in touch with um mail support services in every region in new zealand i've got phone numbers for every region so you can ring me or you can message me dm me and i'll be able to give you the name and phone number of someone that's going to get get 
get get in touch with you or you can get in touch with them um, and give you free peer support, free ACC counselling, free whatever you need. It's all free and it's all there ready and waiting. So so please don't feel like reaching out is going to be the only thing you can do with me because I can put you in the right place and um, I can get you the care and the, and the help that you need. And um, and it's also quite uh, it's also survivor based. So you know, ninety ninety probably ninety eight percent of the people that you'll be dealing with in these regions are survivors themselves. So they've they've already walked in your shoes. So they're not someone with a piece of paper on the wall that's trying to tell you how to live your life. They've they've already done it. So yeah, me, me. thank you very much. Me, thank you once again, Sam. Appreciate your time. Um, but please support the brother. Please support his mate. Uh, and the work that he's doing and once again please don't forget to like comment and subscribe and as usual Jay refine unlock and take, take charge, charge. Mm. Yeah. 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 and date